Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. My name is Charlie Wallace. And I'm Adam Gobeski. We have with us two very special guests. We have Paul Wilcox. It's great to be back. And Doug Gobeski. Hello. So, uh, Paul. Yeah. I hear you went on a trip. I did. Do you want to tell us about it, or no? Uh... Yeah, I, th- I guess I can tell you about some of it. <laughs> not all of it. But. No, I'm not interested. So, <laughs> episode's over, guys. I could highlight some highlights. Yeah, highlight wanna, away. If you want, where'd hear. you go? I want low lights. I want the boring travel-related aspects. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, like what did you eat in the airport? Uh, a Panda Express clone. Um, on the way there. So it wasn't real panda and, meat and O'Hare. Uh, oh, no. I've eaten there. Oh, at the at the Panda Express clone. Can't remember yeah. what it's called right now. <laughs> but in that little like low area, and then there's a like a sitting area behind it. Like the ceilings just feel real low in that like little food court spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is kind of low. Like so it's like this weird like claustrophobic little food tunnel. Yeah, the food tunnel. <laughs> there's like big open spacious airport hallways. And then, right. like, there's this little, like, drop ceiling tunnel where everyone is just packed in tightly. Right. And you're sitting trying... across from strangers at cafeteria tables. You know, they're trying to uh, make it reminiscent of the eating experience from the food standpoint. Going down the esophagus, entering the food tunnel. It's like the it magic en- school bus or something. It enhances the flavor experience, <laughs> Soviet scientists believe. What did you what did you eat? Like what what entrees did you get? Uh I think I got orange chicken with uh with fried rice. And I think that was it. No, wait, no. I got some some sort of broccoli dish along with it. it How was, okay. was it? I wasn't very hungry cuz it was like I'd gotten up at like 4 that morning. Sure. Just felt weird. So th- this is probably the most exciting stuff. <laughs> trip um it's i think it all goes downhill from here so where where did you go no you, you got to answer the man's question what did you get to drink uh <laughs> what did i i think i there i just got a uh what did i have i think i just got a water because i had like a bottle like tap probably water like or bottled water actually i think i had i think i may have actually bought a bottle of water from the Panda Express clone place. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. It was an unusual move for me, but that's what airports are for. You, know, <laughs> you need a bottle of water for the plane or whatever <laughs> so that you don't have to get up and go to the bathroom. It's like you're not really in any location or other. You're like in between. So it's okay. Whatever you want to buy. I'm going to buy some headphones out of a vending machine. It's okay. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what was that about not getting up? To have to use the restroom. Oh, that's where you get the water bottle. <laughs> Manchu so disturb the disturb the aisle seat people. Manchu walk is that the play it was called? Yeah, yeah, I think that is. That's currently nuts. currently sitting at two point three stars on Google. <laughs> I'm not sure I'd give it that many. Well, you gotta ask Yelp. <laughs> I I think I'd give it a, like a two star. <laughs> it was like you know like when the orange chicken isn't cooked enough so you feel oh. like you're just kind of eating batter <laughs> oh. that's what it was there's just so much demand that there's no time to cook it properly yeah i think i think so 
because that was kind of the hot item besides McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's really hopping because it was breakfast. Yelp is at a star and a half. No. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd probably agree with that, I guess. Based on 161 reviews. <laughs> I don't know who's padding these Google reviews, but uh, <laughs> solid star and a half. Maybe, if, maybe I guess if you just got the like the fried rice, I could see giving it better. But I don't like the the heavily breaded but lightly fried uh, <laughs> right. orange chicken. <laughs> Our itinerary was a little intense at first. We went Tokyo to... Akone to stay at like a hot springs uh, hotel and then to Kyoto and Osaka and Hiroshima and then back to Tokyo for a few days before heading home. That's quite the trip. It was. It was it was exhausting, but I, I feel like after like two or three Airbnbs in, I was like getting used to being a nomad. <laughs> <laughs> Just packing and unpacking every night. Yeah, it was it was fun. Any- it was, uh, any lowlights? Any lowlights? Um, or highlights, I guess. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean... Hmm. For, make well, sure it's the I, highlights for children, though. My my friend Kyle and I, it was a Thursday night in Kyoto, and we went to a like music bar, and we ended up uh, playing up on stage with them for a couple songs. So that was fun. I got to oh, play wow. some. Oh, hmm. yeah. I'll I'll send you guys a link to the video. Uh, That's going in the blog because uh, I just I just kind of dumped it on my YouTube channel. I don't have any videos on there, so it feels kind of weird to share it because I didn't even title it. I just dropped it in there. <laughs> uh, that way, I can ensure that no one will like find it by searching. Mm-hmm. But that was definitely probably the highlight, or at least the most the most story like uh, story to come out of it. So me and my friend Kyle and his girlfriend Donna, we were like the only people there. I I'm pretty sure that like didn't somehow personally know the band, <laughs> and I think we came like kind of late-ish to where we caught the end of a set, but then it sort of became like sort of like an open mic situation in that people who you know could play and had been there and stuff seemed to have just like be kind of swapping out on various instruments. Instead of like the same lineup the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. But then at one point, this uh, this uh, charismatic and maybe mildly intoxicated guitar player asked if we wanted to come up and sing something or if we played anything. And Kyle was like, "Oh, he plays piano." <laughs> I was like, okay, well. And then and then uh, I hopped on and and Kyle hopped on the timbales and uh, we just. We went to town. It was a good time. We did some other stuff too, but mainly the, my two takeaways were playing the piano and uh, eating Manchu walk. <laughs> <laughs> the two highlights of the trip. Did you see anything cool? Yeah, all, all kinds of cool stuff. We, uh, Do you want to share any of it with us? Sure. Uh, <laughs> man, I should have prepared more for this. Uh, <laughs> you were warned. Yeah, no, I I know. You were taking notes. <laughs> I was fully expected. I, I fully expected to be doing this. You don't um, have a Shutterfly album for us to look at. Mm, you want to turn on the camera and just hold it up to it? Not yet. <laughs> but uh, we went. Oh, we went to the Studio Ghibli Museum. That oh. was really cool. Um, very unique experience, you know. And at like ten bucks, a total steal. Um, 
and there's like lots of really cool stuff that we, we weren't allowed to take pictures of including this like really wild it was like various frames of animation but of like you know 3d modeled um like you know figures but then like they were spun at a certain rate and there was like a strobe light going at a certain rate as if to make these you know actual 3d figures look as if they were animated it was probably the most amazing thing that i wish i had a video of (laughs) if that would you know if that would even work through video um because it just blew my mind but you can only take pictures of like the outside of the museum it was it was that was very cool but that was also our first day so we were just like crazy jet lagged <laughs> yeah point. like waking up at 3 a.m and not being able to go back to sleep so these 3d figures you're talking about may not have even really existed the whole <laughs> i'm not i'm not sure that i even went <laughs> <laughs> I think I just kind of, you know, like have been going, had been going to my job for two weeks and just blacking out every day. (laughs) (laughs) So that, that was a, that was a fun, uh, fun highlight in our first little bit in, in Tokyo. And also like we, we stayed at a, like a Ryokan, um, like a kind of a traditional style inn that had its own, uh, onsen hot springs, you Mm. know, complete with mild uh, sulfur smell that was pretty cool that was kind of nice and relaxing to get out of the city for a little while and then you know we saw some some cool uh popular temples and shrines in kyoto took the shinkansen there that was that was pretty cool did you go on top of it at all did you stage any fights on top of it um as it went really fast i kind of wanted to but that's I my thought, main knowledge of the, the Shinkansen is action movies that have fights on it. <laughs> that would be quite a harrowing uh, kind of a, a harrowing train to have a fight on top of for sure. Especially if it was at going at like full speed. Because honestly, it kind of felt a little to me, like especially going through the tunnels and like taking the turns. It, it felt like a really re- relaxed, really smooth Millennium Force all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you just go down that hill and then it doesn't stop for like 90 minutes. <laughs> someone someone comes by with a cart and you buy drinks. While screaming? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Full arms up. Everything. <laughs> go have a smoke in the little smoking room. You know? <laughs> that was, that was kind of cool. We got like the seven day jr pat or japan rail pass that you know enabled unlimited shinkansen for one week so that's why we kind of did like the week out from hopping westward you know at to uh hiroshima and then back you know did some cool got some cool hikes into or at least one pretty cool hike um at uh mount miyajima near hiroshima where you kind of take a rope way up to pretty much the top of the mountain but then you know you can hike another like 45 minutes to get to the actual top that was pretty cool got some good views i'll, I'll have to share these uh pics with you guys once i uh, get an album out there an album of your performance like a record <laughs> album yeah <laughs> the, the photo yeah once my album drops up. completely unrelated to this <laughs> i'm just really busy putting out the album <laughs> Did you go to the love hotel 
Uh, no, we did. We didn't stay in any love hotels. Oh, okay. What is a love hotel? That's uh, the the ones where they're like special themed rooms and stuff. Yeah, and like you can check in without like seeing a person. They just like there's like a little you know slide open and they give you the key. No. Yeah, you know it's it's good. Really respect so, uh, privacy in the love hotels. So this is for people with extreme social anxiety. Yes, I think that's precisely what it's designed for. That's why they call it a love hotel. Because they love that kind of environment? Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a Little Caesars hot and ready box right next to it. So you know, <laughs> <nothing in> there. <laughs> we did go to one of the, a, a place similar to that. One of those, uh, it's like a chain of ramen oh, okay. restaurants where they you're like in like a kind of a solo cube. Like there's walls in between everyone Um, they you know just kind of roll up a a shade like halfway up to you know give you your bowl but you never actually like see the people behind the curtain so that was kind of interesting that i guess that was the closest thing we had to the love hotel check-in experience (laughs) (laughs) you know and i i hit up a lot of shops oh yeah or at least a few did you get anything good for yourself uh, yeah, I did. I I ended up getting a a Famicom original. Oh, um, hmm. but it is AV modded because I didn't want to have to deal with that RF. <laughs> so, wait, um, isn't don't you already deal with the RF nonsense with just your other machines? Yeah. Well, only for some of them, but it's more that like I heard you basically. To get RF to work for a Famicom, you need to have like you have to put it on like channel ninety five or something. And I wasn't confident that I could get that to happen with my TV. <laughs> you know, I did, and I like the look of that, uh, like the look of that, you know, original Famicom. So I figured I'd I'd get one. It works like a charm. I got Ninja Gaiden three, which even though that's released in the U.S., I was like, yeah, I'm probably not going to see the U.S. version for cheap enough anymore. So I'll just get the Japanese version and. I got some of the some of the Goemon games, Mystical Ninja, Puyo Puyo for Super Famicom, and did you buy me uh, my Mark Three? No, I did not. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it, Paul! <laughs> What's a Mark Three? It's a predecessor to the Sega Master System. Ah, right. Okay. Is it a predecessor? Or is it just the re- vaguely reminiscent? Uh, now I got to look now. this up. I think it might just be a Japanese Mark Three. <laughs> Or sorry, a Japanese a Mark III is a Japanese master system. Oh, okay. does it not have the card reader portion? No, it does. It might have a different pinout though on the on the cartridge. But I did get uh, get a box copy of the first uh, Umihara Kawase game for Super Famicom. I was impressed at how many boxed copies of things there were. I uh, you know asked this one store, "Hey, do you have Boku Dracula Kun?" and he did, but then he was like very apologetic that they didn't have a box copy. Whereas <laughs> no. I just don't really expect to see one, you know, <laughs> of anything in general. But there were quite a few out yeah. there. And just in general, looking at the prices, like comparing prices of old game carts in Tokyo versus if you were to go somewhere like New York City. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the the deals are killer compared to like a large U.S. city. Or maybe even a medium-sized one. Not that there's any crazy steals to be had, but 
felt like things were comparatively like not overpriced like they kind of are getting in some of the stores around here where it's just always feels like stuff's marked up yeah yeah it's like every every store is like a museum right yeah i didn't see too much of that (laughs) a museum to the games they can't sell (laughs) (laughs) yeah r.i.p game hits (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I am still very thankful that you bought me Panzer Dragoon Saga from there way back when, though. That's true. Even though they, uh, is that the one where they froze my credit card or they just asked about it? Where it was like I happened to be near the phone when they called at the house and they were like, uh, did you buy this $150 game? I was like, oh, (laughs) yeah, that was me. (laughs) Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. When I uh, finally turned on my phone, <laughs> I got a lot of credit card notifications <laughs> when I got home. Because so I was just on airplane mode, but on like the pocket Wi-Fi device we rented. Gotcha. And so I didn't hear all these automated calls about my MSU FCU Visa card. I was still apparently able to use it, so... They warned me, but they weren't like, hey, we're stopping. That's but it didn't really make a big difference because like, it's very much cash over there for like a lot of yeah, places. Especially with international credit cards, there's no guarantee even if a place takes a credit card that it's going to work. So right. I was just pulling out lots of money from the 7-Eleven ATMs. <laughs> <laughs> and eating a lot of convenience food. I'm, I I'm really am going to miss all the great convenience store options. Did you eat a lot of Kit Kats? I did eat a good variety. I tried, of course, I had some, you know, green tea flavored ones, but uh, I think I had like peach flavored white Kit Kat, white chocolate Kit Kats. Mm. Uh, I had some like cantaloupe flavored ones. Any miso? Uh, Miso flavored Kit Kats? Yeah, why not? Uh, I I didn't see any. But then again, I probably wasn't looking that hard. I ate a lot of candy, though. I stopped at a lot of vending machines and drank the hot cans of coffee from the vending machines. Wait, what? Yeah, there's like a lot of heated drinks. I've never heard like available like, at your fingertips. Canned though. Yeah, like a little, like a little, you know, maybe eight, ten, like a ten ounce can, eight ounce can of like, like black like coffee, the small Red Bulls. Yeah, but like shorter. Okay, but heated. Yeah. You just blew my mind. Yeah, like mind, just man. at the like, temperature just... where if you grip that can like fully, you'll feel for a second. You won't feel it burning you, but you'll feel like you want to let go of it. Like it's <laughs> just that temperature. Mm-hmm. Sometimes even on like open shelves, you know, you'll be like, oh, I didn't realize that this, you know, these shelves just kind of sitting out here in the middle of the store were like a bunch of plastic bottles sitting on a hot plate. Pretty convenient. Plastic bottles on a hot plate? Yeah, like a warm plate. So <laughs> so you get all those uh, hey plastic man, bits you, leached off? Yeah, you, you, that BPA doesn't leach itself into your BPA, drink. that's what I was, I was just like. It's be something. <laughs> Didn't they stop putting those in bottles yet? You know, you say that, but they stopped putting bisphenol A into the bottle lining, and they're replacing it with various other things, which may actually be worse. Like, you don't even know. Also, you don't know if it's banned in Japan or not, do you? Oh, geez, good, good. Oof. Well, I, I, I did drink a lot of those, so I guess we'll find out. <laughs> Thirty to forty <laughs> years from now, yeah, we'll have a definitive. Yeah. 
non-definitive answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll have a very unclear <laughs> answer. I mean, I guess something's gonna get you, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I I probably won't blame the hot cans of black coffee. <laughs> I, I should probably be drink, you know, blaming like the half a gallon of Pepsi Max I've had. Like, <laughs> a day. <laughs> yeah, a day. <laughs> I, I am gonna miss the vet, like vending machines on like every corner. That's my big takeaway. Well, cool. Sounds like you had a great time. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, it was fantastic. I've, I'm just thinking about when I when I can go back because now that I've seen like a huge stretch of things, I want to just go back and you know <laughs> spend like a full week in Tokyo or something, just deep diving. Oh, that's good. I feel like we scratched the surface on a chunk of the country, but I I kind of want to go back and just uh, spend a little more time in one place next time so i can spend more time in the arcades that was the other thing i did a lot of a lot of arcade time played some fun rhythm games and and uh won some figures from some claw machines that sort of thing cool the the crane machines are very different there it's more like it's more like a medium value item that you can like nudge like if you have enough money you can get it you know you just got to keep nudging it closer to the edge or whatever and if you mess up and you like flip the box or whatever in a way that's impossible to get the attendant will come over and like reset it to where it was <laughs> maybe, maybe give you some tips and stuff too like wow. this one guy came over and reset i was in a taito station like there's a lot of them and then it's like one of the big chains and i think the guy came over like two or three times resetting the box and you could tell he was like, he was getting, he got it actually like the closest, like each time he was setting it closer to being winnable. And at the, you know, like the th- after the third time he came over, he put it basically like where I would get it in like two tries and actually pointed on part of the box and said, push, <laughs> like push down. <laughs> it's just like, hey, Gaijin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, here's how you get this, you know, so that that was actually really fun. I, w- I won a few that way, but only that was the only time I had so much help. The other times I just, you know, just kept feeding those 100 yen coins in there. Uh, how much money in American is that roughly? It's a dollar, about a little less than a dollar. So it's is like that... roughly equivalent to a penny? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's how I was treating it in my head and then like just slightly doing better than that turns out you're bankrupt you got it way wrong <laughs> <laughs> it's not uh, the exchange rate isn't as favorable as it used to be but it still is something like 105 yen or 110 yen or something like that to the dollar okay close enough oh, yeah my only regret is not buying more stuff while I'm <laughs> <laughs> only so much room in the luggage huh <laughs> Yeah, but there was a little room left over. I was like, I misjudged. I was being too conservative. <laughs> I can think of like 10 different items that I'm like, ah, I wish I would have bought that. <laughs> what was your favorite part of the trip, Paul? My absolute favorite part of the trip? Yep. Uh, probably when we started talking to these uh, three young women in Hiroshima who happened to be you know, also on vacation there, but they were from Tokyo. And we, you know, asked them for a restaurant recommendation and ended up going there. And then after we left, we ran into them later in the city of Hiroshima. 
and we ended up going to one of those uh, private karaoke booths with uh-huh. them where I got to demonstrate my J-pop knowledge for some locals. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought you said you didn't go to a love hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that was the closest. That was the closest. <laughs> I got to sing some Kyari Pamu Pamu. Uh, oh, nice. With three, they were all nurses from who worked in Tokyo. And the Sailor Moon theme song as well. But it, uh, my hiragana reading speed really put me through the paces on <laughs> actually like trying to read along with those. That was, that was one of the peaks. Between that and playing with the band, those, those were kind of two big highlights. Also, I have a cousin in Tokyo, and I got to see him. I don't see him very often. Did you know that, or just? Yeah, I, I did. He's <laughs> a significant part of the reason why I grew up like interested in Japan was because he's been there for like thirty years. Oh wow! Okay. Uh, I hadn't seen his son or or daughter in a really long time either, and like his son's like you know getting towards the end of college, so we we you know it was fun to to hang out and try to fumble through speaking some Japanese with uh, his family, you know, and learn some, learn some new stuff too. That was way cool. Yeah. Overall, it's like, it was a good, a good first trip to Japan. Cause I feel like I've got to go back now. Well, you know, you're not the only one who went on a vacation. Oh yeah. That's right. I, uh, I drove to Vegas to meet up with Tony for a couple of days. Nice. Tony, who's, who's not here, so he can't tell us about it, but, you're here, so I feel like I can ask you some of the questions that we, Tony and I, both had. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so first of all, I'd never been to Vegas, so that was uh, interesting. Oh. It was a lot more theme parky than I think I was expecting. Like, I was sort of expecting just like, oh, casinos, and then more casinos, and more casinos. And while that's true, like, there's also, like, lots of themed restaurants and overpriced everything. But, uh... We ended up taking a lot of Uber because apparently in uh, Vegas, Uber is just like they, they uh, apparently you, you don't call for the Uber until you're standing outside ready to go because that's how fast they will get there. Oh, wow. At one point, we uh, we got Ubered by uh, a gentleman whose name was also Tony, and uh, he was very talkative. He told us all sorts of stuff. Apparently, he had uh, gone to Michigan State for a little bit. Oh, then he became a chauffeur out in Vegas and apparently drove Garth Brooks around a lot. Mm. Oh, man. And then he He's was got telling friends us, in high places. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he was telling us all this stuff about how he made all this money and then how he met his wife who was like at a strip club. She was a stripper at a strip club. And then at one point, um, she said to him something like, look, you know, I'm a stripper, right? Like. You know, is that going to matter to you? And he said, no, like, you understand, like, I'm a chauffeur, right? Like, so I, you know, does that matter to you? And Tony and I both afterwards were like, what does it mean to be a a chauffeur? (laughs) (laughs) So this is the question I want to pose is what did that mean? Like what I understood it? the stripper part, but I didn't understand the chauffeur part. Are there like secrets? Like, was that, just, was that a soft that offer? Just... Like... <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah, maybe there's some like off-menu Uber options. 
that you don't know about. <laughs> no, no, I don't think it was that. I, I, <laughs> we were wondering what, what so, that actually meant. What it meant. Huh. There, there's a yeah. secret option in the app. Instead of calling an Uber X, you call an Uber triple X. <laughs> Thank you for laughing. <laughs> so, yeah, any thoughts? I mean, it might be something where it, like, it didn't matter to him that she was a stripper. So he was just, you know, given the cool response line. Yeah. Like that was his way of saying that's how much it matters was like, oh yeah, I have a job too. Is that okay? Yeah. Yes, that's possible. But he sort of said it to us with like a knowing sort of like tone to it. And I don't think Tony or me or uh, Tony's friend Lance, who I guess now is my friend Lance as well. But um, I don't know that any of us understood what that meant. Maybe, maybe huh. he just has to procure a lot of drugs. Maybe, or maybe lots of sex happens in limos. I don't know. Like he's always rolling down those windows to like air it out. <laughs> <laughs> Bought his own steam cleaner. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Drives through the car wash with the windows down. <laughs> You just you just gotta <laughs> unplug the drain in the floorboards, right? <laughs> just hose it down. <laughs> then uh, Tony and I came up with an idea for a casino that's called Club Ice, and uh, basically it's like a role playing casino where like you win money by the longer you can go acting as a penguin. Oh, ooh. you had me worried about what kind of ice you meant there. Wait, how does the house? How does the house win? They like take a cut or something of <laughs> We hadn't gotten that far. Once on, or once every hour on the hour, a polar bear is released on the floor. We were kind of fixated <laughs> on on the idea of uh of just forcing people to walk around as penguins. <laughs> I think, that financial I think that's a totally incentive, monetizable yeah. idea for sure. But then at one point it turned into a separate club. That was also called like Club Ice or Penguin. I just remember at one point we were distinguishing between Penguin and Penguine, where it was a W instead of a U. But um, <laughs> but but in that one you were still role playing, but as the Batman villain Penguin. <laughs> so yeah, that was Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some good shenanigans. It was. It was pretty good. We went up on this, like, the world's largest Ferris wheel or something like that. Or maybe it's just the U.S.'s largest Ferris wheel or something. Got to see over Vegas. That was pretty cool. Oh, nice. But uh, I think the Hoover Dam was more my speed, and we did that than the following day. Oh, that's cool. It was very cool. Did you get to reenact the scene from Vegas Vacation? I don't know why I was thinking of that, too. (laughs) I was trying not to. (laughs) can't say that i did (laughs) i guess any of the scenes from vegas vacation not not really any of them that you would want to reenact you know i think i saw the trailer for that movie in the theaters and was like yeah i'm good that was uh, seen enough we that was a wilcox family outing we went to vegas vacation in the theaters i'm trying to remember how old i would have been at the time Uh, but i remember thinking it was is the greatest you probably would have been like what nine ten something like that that'd be about right (laughs) so what kind of was like (laughs) so it was funny (laughs) (laughs) so what kind of trips did your family take growing up oh we all went to see vegas vacation (laughs) 
<laughs> the highlight of my youth. <laughs> also, I think probably my first vacation movie I saw. That's how young I was. I just remember the others seem to have lots of boobs. Yeah, mostly you're well, just European vacation. Maybe not lots, but more boobs than I was expecting. Yeah. Well, like the first one has the shower scene at the beginning, right? Or the mom's just in the shower. So you were you were in Vegas for two nights? Just uh, so Tony went for a week. I just drove up for the last night, basically. Oh, okay. So Thursday, then stayed over and then left late so Friday. Did you do any gambling for the sake of gambling, like putting one quarter in or something? No, because I didn't have small enough bills for that to be worthwhile. Ah. I, uh, also, uh, Tony ended up like like we'd go to the roulette table. He'd be like, pick some numbers. And I'd be like, okay. And I'd pick you some just numbers. Do it vicariously. Right. And I don't believe my numbers won, so it didn't matter. But it wasn't like the one time that Brianna and I went to the local, one of the local casinos here. And she was like, let's find the Kino. And so we found a, like a Kino machine, but it was like a video Kino machine. And so we punched in our numbers and then just hit like bet. And then it said, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even show you the numbers. Nope, didn't down. even like pretend to do like a little like, oh, here are the numbers. It was just like, nope, here are the numbers. You didn't win. Wow. <laughs> oh. So then Brandon were like, uh, we're done here. So we went up back up like up to the room and played a board game. <laughs> <laughs> so no no uh casino attendant came around and said, pick these numbers. No, <laughs> so how about that uh google stadia i learned about this yeah. through penny arcade and that's the extent of it they had a comic which allowed <laughs> me to gather what it was but i'd like to know more information well amd confirmed that they're not using amd cpus so the implication is that they're using intel cpus but uh it's kind of like you know what i read was like so they're not touting that fact so maybe intel doesn't want to be associated with failure guess it's possible (laughs) and what is it they're saying so they're saying that like they're claiming that with you know a 30 gig connection you could stream i think it was 4k 60 30 megabits or 30 30 30 gig connection did i say gig (laughs) yeah and i want a 30 gig connection Yeah, with a thirty you have to meg be located connection in the data center. <laughs> Even then, <laughs> you have to be playing on the machine itself. <laughs> yeah, and they would like throttle, or they'd like reduce like the resolution stuff for you know people with slower connections. And it was sort of like okay, like I guess, except the United States generally doesn't have a great internet infrastructure. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely leaves a lot of people. That, you well, know, you don't. There's a big don't... segment of the population who's not going to get too pumped about it. But yeah, I don't know that I'm terribly excited by the idea of streaming games. Yeah, same. Yeah, I just especially given that it's Google, and so it'll probably disappear in a couple years anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> so, do you pay by the minute? Do you pay by the month? It was completely unclear. So they announced a service and didn't explain anything useful about it that people actually care about. Like, what is this going to cost me? Right. What they explained was what it was, um, how it worked, which was basically any device that had Google Chrome. And then there's a special controller you can buy. And that's about the extent of the hardware you can get. 
Oh, yeah, I can toss it in the closet with my Steam controller. Well, it wasn't a required purchase, so you could use your standard, you know, Xbox One controller or whatever if you wanted. Can I use my Steam controller? <laughs> Possibly. Hmm. The only reason I bought it, because it was on massive sale. I wonder, be interested to see how it feels to play if I ever try it out. Just in the sense that it's like something's that input lag, you know, just yeah. feel like there's a certain point where how, how much can you really mitigate that through crazy predictive right stuff google, google deep learning uh tensor processing units learn your input style and play the game for you <laughs> so you feel like you're pressing buttons but really it's just the ai doing it and showing you the results <laughs> you just press start and it says you win <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a casino charlie <laughs> Instead of a let's play, it's a you play, but it's the same thing. <laughs> You're still just watching someone or something else play the game. You can watch you play the game. Man. Wait, isn't that just Twitch streaming? Yeah, basically. Except you don't get to comment. Or maybe you do. I don't know. <laughs> guess I don't know enough about yeah. Stadia. When you're not, yeah, I think when when you no longer have to actually play the game, then you can just sit there and, you know, spam doge emojis or whatever they do on twitch i don't know <laughs> oh keeping the you, you log on to twitch the first thing you do is you close that chat window that's what i learned never actually logged on to twitch so i guess i didn't actually log on i just you know surfed over to it it all depends on the stream that you're watching some chat windows are probably okay but anything with an appreciable amount of people just instantly degrades into yeah internet uh, garbage mostly i was watching agdq so oh yeah so you can't even read it because it's going too fast yeah right that's mainly what when i open twitch is any of the game the the speed running marathons well sometimes i'll watch you know an individual speed runner oh. time to time or e or it's the fighting game tournaments sometimes evo and whatnot yeah now oh. that you care but uh I did watch uh, somebody do Super Metroid in reverse boss order in, like, I think under an hour. Wait, what? Reverse boss order? Yeah. I, I'd have to see how that even works. Yeah, like, like... It's been a while since I've played, but I can't... I don't even know how you would get to the last boss before you'd get to the other ones. Oh, well, no, you don't do it's Mother all... Brain first. Obviously, Mother Brain comes last, but... Oh, All of the other ones are in reverse order. So you have to do really weird tricks just to survive and get through stuff like like get through Norfair without having the uh, fireproof armor. Hmm. Get get through the underwater sections without having the gravity suit. Wow. Like they didn't like they didn't bother to get any of the suits. Did you see that guy was, that that did the no hit through all five souls games? Oh, oh yeah, I heard about that. I didn't no. watch any of them, but yeah, played through all five Souls games, beat them all, never got hit. Well, I guess he's he's unlocked the 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 secret of those games. Just don't get hit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing it wrong this whole time. No wonder they were so frustrating. <laughs> Turns out he just pee winged through the whole level. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I don't know what it is that makes me not 
like like feel kind of anti-game streaming because I feel like yeah for a lot of people that could be a really good thing but it's more like I feel like it's a threat to the model that I enjoy which is purchasing physical games right oh, yeah. like I don't I I feel like streaming could be a good thing as long as it as long as it means that like it's like a, something additional or like a supplement not like a complete replacement for just like purchasing a game well, it also occurred to me that, like, if you want to play old games, right, potentially you couldn't do that because, you know, are they going to have all their, like, back catalog up on the service? Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, well, like, I hope you didn't want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey 2, right? Like, because that was four months ago. We don't have that up anymore. Yeah. Mm. And uh, speaking as someone who's been playing GTA 4 the past week, right? Like, I'm a little behind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking as somebody who streams a lot of movies and television shows, etc. So it's weird to say, but I'm not sure I like the idea of continuing to pay for a game. Like, I've always yeah. kind of liked paying for one. Yeah. Like, I hate microtransactions and things. Or it's like, I like paying for it initially. Like, and like, that's it. I mean, I guess we don't know if that's how it's going to be, right? Or maybe there's just like a, a service fee, like, you know, equivalent of like Xbox Live or yeah, something or suppose, PlayStation yeah. Plus maybe. And then like a one-time fee for the game. Mm. No, nope. sure. yeah. it's like, going to be free to play loot boxes everywhere. I mean, it could be, right? You don't know. Oh, man. Can you imagine streaming your Google Stadia games and you just get like served Google ads alongside the game? That seems like the most likely like, scenario. Like, and it's of the same quality as Google ads too. Like they're just abominable. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. That's the most likely, but also the darkest timeline. <laughs> well, so that's the ours? one we currently are in. <laughs> yeah. Ever since we veered into alternate 1985. <laughs> if won all that money in the horse race. And then, you know, now we live in hell Valley. <laughs> well, never should have turned on that large hadron collider <laughs> we kept cutting off the funding in the united states and it wasn't enough oh my gosh charlie imagine the superconducting super collider was canceled because of time travelers oh yeah they tried they tried to stop it they tried to stop <laughs> it they were only able to delay it though those, those europeans screwed us all i read uh oh what's it called the god particle a book yeah it's the, leon, it's the leon lederman book where i i read it and it's it's a pretty entertaining read but he kept talking about the the super conducting super collider supposed to be built in texas and he kept talking about how great it was going to be and how, how excited they were to like potentially find the higgs boson and of course i was <laughs> reading it well after they had canceled it and it was sad the entire time <laughs> yeah, but but we found the Higgs boson with the other thing, and and That's it didn't true. really do jack squat to change stuff. <laughs> I haven't discovered any new physics with that machine, have they? Didn't they just uh, discover something the other day? What? There was something to do with like CP symmetry or CP violation. What is a uh, CP for for those of us who uh, aren't in the know? Charge uh, conjugation parity. Um, it's basically the idea that um, particles and antiparticles um, share a charge, I think. So and like then, the charge of a positron is the same as the charge of a proton? Yeah, and then like um, there's like, I think it has to do with like quarks. 
and where it's like there's a left hand right hand sort of thing it basically has something to do with like like they've proven this exists but if that's given that like why aren't there equal amounts of antimatter and regular matter mm. in the universe basically and it has to do with cp violation and then and there was something like they'd found like the negative quark version but not the positive quark version or something like that until recently i'm gonna have to cut this whole thing because i don't know what i'm talking about <laughs> nice nice i'll i'll see what come what pbs space time has to say about it when they release a video <laughs> which i highly recommend that channel okay i always find this amusing because as as you know i'm a physicist but i this stuff left my head like immediately after <laughs> I took the final that class, and I haven't read anything about it since. So, and, like, people so, like, read about this stuff all the time. Like, Kara's dad will, and then he'll try to talk with me about it. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in space. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look like they have anything new yet, Paul. Yeah, just this is dark energy getting stronger video. Yeah. All right, well, that probably wraps up for this edition of the Gobeski Wallace Report. I'm Adam Gobeski. And I'm Charlie Wallace, a... Very special thanks to our guests, Doug Gobeski. It was a blast, as always. And Paul Wilcox. Always a pleasure. All right, I guess it's time to go watch a bunch of YouTube videos and Twitch streams. Gotta, gotta keep up. Yeah, Friday night. Gotta keep up with the kids <laughs> are watching. They're all watching various PBS Digital Studios channels. <laughs> <laughs> One and a half million subscribers can't be wrong. Wow. I mean, if you're going just off of subscriber numbers... That would mean that PewDiePie is the foremost authority on everything. On everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hey, man, that many subscribers can't be wrong. Well, there's a sweet spot. Once you're once you get over three million, they absolutely can be wrong. <laughs> Statistically, they must be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> our show thanks for listening we hope you check us out don't forget you can visit our website at www.gobeskywallacereport.com also we're on facebook and twitter so make sure to look for us there for extra entertaining bits you will be entertained possibly wait so you're definitely entertained but only possibly entertained well i don't want to get sued for false advertising What are you uh, eating there, Adam? I'm eating a big breakfast. Got some, some pancakes and some eggs and some hash browns. Oh, wow. My sleep schedule must be more off than I thought. <laughs> Have you been eating that since this morning? <laughs> it's a big breakfast. <laughs> That's how big it is. <laughs> oh, man. Had my 50 egg omelet. <laughs> <laughs> 50 egg? What am I on a diet? <laughs> yeah, that's that's less than a morning. You don't have uh, Google Fiber? I don't. Here, let's let's see what my connection is. I actually just got a new internet connection. Oh, my my wired is at about twenty twenty one. Down so you or up? Uh, uh, down. What about up? Uh, up is. Is at about. <laughs> this is the perfect <laughs> time for him to break up. <laughs>